So doctor, how, how do we maintain our oral health from such an early age and what would you advise parents to do for their children? I would say when the first baby tooth comes, just give a small toothbrush to your child just to play with. Bonsoir, Dr. Agnes. Bonsoir, Charlotte. Welcome to the Dr. Rose Biohealth Podcast. Very, very happy to have you here with me this evening. Thank you, Charlotte. Dr. Agnes Rose is our specialist pediatric doctor uh, from France, and um, I'm delighted to have this topic with you. Thank and you, Charlotte. the topic is going to be fair care for children. Yes, it's a topic that's very dear to my heart. And uh, I'm very happy that we've been having this program for a few years already to help people in need and the one who can't afford proper dental care. And for me, especially for children, it's even a, I mean, a subject that is very close to my heart because I'm of a pediatric course. dentist. I'm a mum as well. So everything touching children. And if I can help in any way, I know how important it is for a child to have a healthy smile. It's a super good start in life. Definitely, yeah. So whatever we can do to help the one that can't benefit, benefit sorry, um, the dental care, I think it's important we play our role. Yes, I 100% agree. Um, but talk me through the process of uh, children's dentistry. Like why is, uh, you know, the oral health of, of children from from, you know, early ages, from one uh, to 16 years. Why is it so important that we... I know that people misbelieve usually that because they have baby teeth, it's not so important because the baby teeth are going to fall and they're going to be replaced by permanent teeth, but they actually play an essential role in it for the children. So why are they so important? It starts from baby's life. The first teeth, when they come in, they're important because they will allow your child and your baby to chew the food properly. And if you chew the food properly, then you digest the food properly. If you have healthy teeth as well, it means you have access to different type of food, different type of textures. For example, imagine if a little child has a cavity, that it means it cannot chew properly on one side, maybe because it's painful. So it will switch to soft food won't be able to eat hard food and uh, chewing for a baby is really important as well because it's going to help the muscles of the face to develop and it's going to bring the same, help the growth of the jaw, the growth of all the orofacial spheres. So it's really important that they have, I mean, healthy teeth to be able first to chew. Then it plays a big role as well for the speech because of course the teeth will help the tongue to find the right position. And then after, it's really important as well for self-confidence. I think as an adult, we know it. As a child, sometimes they don't realize it, but soon enough they will realize. And it's important that they can smile, that they feel confident with their smile. So if the self-esteem is slowly starting to kick in as well, so it's really important to take care of them. And the last thing, it's as well a guide. The baby tooth is a guide for the permanent teeth. So it's really important that you keep that guide in the mouth because it's going to help the permanent tooth to grow the right way and in the right position. So even so, they're not meant to last for a long, long time. It's still important to take super good care of them. Yeah, because I, I do think a lot, of, a lot of parents do feel, oh, they're going to fall out soon. So, you know, is it worth treating them at such an early age? But yeah, it, it's really it important. Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, they're going to fall soon, but still you can keep some baby teeth until... 11, 12 years That's old. Crazy. So it's quite a long time for certain baby teeth. And it's good to as well have, um, I would say, good oral hygiene habits since a young age as well, because it helps then. And then 
later on, I would say you have the trial on the baby teeth to yeah. keep them healthy and then you're ready for the permanent teeth and to keep them strong for all your life because these ones you're going to keep them for life. So doctor, how, how do we maintain our oral health from such an early age and what would you advise parents to do for their children? I would say when the first baby tooth comes, just give a small toothbrush to your child just to play with. Don't force them to brush or anything. It's more like a, a toy and being able to chew on the toothbrush, especially when they're teething. Uh, they like to put pressure on something, you know, they like to, yeah, really chew on something Biting hard something. because it's just going to help and relieve the pressure of the teething. So just give them a toothbrush to play, play during the bath, uh, chew on it. The more they chew on it, the more it's going to stimulate the saliva and it will as well mechanically cleanse the teeth. And try to make it like playful, you know, that children love to imitate. So brush your teeth in front of your children and even your babies. And... um just to show them that it's something important. So do it at first once a day in the evening and slowly introduce the second time. But don't try to force them too much. So yeah, early habits, I would say. Yeah, and, leading uh, by example. <laughs> exactly. That's usually what works the best. I mean, uh, especially when they're young. So mm. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so when, you're, when you would recommend these habits, like w what age would you recommend your child to, to see the doctor, the dentist? I would say when the first tooth comes in, try to bring your child to the dentist. It's not mainly for a dental consultation, but I would say it's more for a discussion. About Just to familiarize themselves with exactly. the clinic, with the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And it's for more as well for parents to ask questions, because especially nowadays, we wonder what toothpaste should they use? Yeah. What kind of toothbrush should they do? Is it better if they use a pacifier or what do I do if they suck their thumb? Uh, when should we introduce that type of food? Mm. Is it, uh, I mean, if something looks weird in their mouth. What can we do? How can we help with the teething? I mean, there's lots of questions, especially as newly parents you can have that uh, it's nice to just pop in once and discuss all this. So it's not going to be, don't worry, parents. It's not going to be about forcing your child on the chair like a baby of seven months old and try to look in his mouth. It's really going to be more like a discussion and uh, showing them around a little bit, but mainly a discussion about how to get the good oral hygiene habit, how to brush, uh, what are, yeah, what are the challenges you might face, face sorry, with brushing or what kind of um, food we have to be careful with because some food are considered healthy, like for example, uh, dates, dry cranberry grapes, but they're always they're as well sticky and it's going to bring lots of sugar yeah. in the mouth. So lots of things like this that we can discuss when you pop in with your child. And sweets. <laughs> and sweets, of course. <laughs> Every child loves sweets. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's the biggest challenge, especially that they're very accessible today. So yeah. Just look when you go to pay your food at the cashier, then you have all the sweets and chocolates <laughs> everywhere. So I feel it's difficult for the parents because Definitely. it's so tempting and it's it's all around and everywhere. So that that's a big challenge. So you need a little bit of rules sometimes. Doctor, how, uh, what age range do you see of, of children then? Uh, so usually from, yeah, six months old, sometime at birth until wow. 15 years old. Uh, yeah. Usually when they go and start the braces process with the orthodontist, that's the moment they're usually ready for the general dentist, I would say. But if okay. they're still confident to come uh, in a pediatric room with yeah. all the toys and everything, I still <laughs> I have some children uh, yeah, love to see you. 17, 18 years old that I yeah. still see because <laughs> I've known them since they are young. So I say, okay, now it's university. You can go. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> That's when they transfer from you to one of yeah. our general doctors. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so talk me through your consultation. What like for, for an older child, like 14 to 16, 
Um, is there anything different that you ask or check for compared to like a, a young baby? Yeah, yeah. Compared to the toddler, yeah, we're... I mean, they're having permanent teeth and everything. So the concern are a tiny bit different. We know they're going to keep them for this for life. So usually, especially with teenagers, we're checking a bit more about their diet because mm. there's lots of things that they can, sorry, parents do behind the parents' back. Yeah. Parents are sometimes not aware. So the fizzy drinks, the sports drinks the as well. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. All the good <laughs> stuff that they might hide under their beds or anything. <laughs> So I'll try to sometimes get their opinion without the parents being around. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's going to be more to reinforce usually the oral hygiene and yeah, tell them now, okay, you've got these teeth for life. So you have to really, I mean, be cautious and uh, yeah, continue on that path and that path. So I would say, yeah. And then, of course, if they see the orthodontist, it's going to be more about positioning yeah. of the teeth. I mean, healthy smile, all these things. And kids nowadays, and I mean, teenagers nowadays are very concerned about the way that their teeth definitely look. Yeah. yeah which is compared to 20 years ago is completely different now they really come in asking for braces whitening when they're 13 or 14 years old so that's that's something i mean for me and i think yeah a bit wow strange and mm. completely different than what i used to do before but it's good but uh that's their generation i mean though, i feel so like fine. it's trending now people yeah. people care more about their appearance and yeah and exactly i think having a healthy smile like it, increases your uh, self-esteem and your confidence so yeah no it's really important and it now as well we know that it's all connected to the body exactly so whatever you have in your mouth that can cause an issue or anything it's going to have some repercussion on the other i mean other organs in the body so it's and a prevention now exactly it's it's really nice to be able to work more on prevention than the treatment i would say so that's why it's important as well to have a people coming in and just discuss how to prevent yeah. more than how to cure. Ideally, it should be only I How mean, often prevention. would you recommend your patients to see you? Usually, would it be the same to an adult, like every six months for the checkup? Yeah, every six months for the children. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because there's lots of changes in the mouth. I mean, uh, baby teeth are falling, new ones are coming, the mouth is growing, and uh, there's lots of things happening around. So it's important that, uh, yeah keep an eye and make sure everything is going the right way Definitely. and uh, we're not missing too much time in between the appointments so that there's no mm. big surprise when they come in <laughs> have you had any big surprises yeah no sometimes it can happen <laughs> Tell I mean, us a story. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you've got lots <laughs> yeah no, no, sometimes there are some funny things and uh yeah you see a child with 20 perfect teeth and then it comes a year later and you wonder wow what's happened wow. i mean uh, things are completely destroyed or <gasps> Yeah, because sometimes if they start to uh, yeah be more independent in a way, then uh, they don't really realize that I can have some impact if Ooh. they don't brush so regularly. If in mummy and mummies and daddies are not behind their back, then it's uh, so this yeah. comes down to their habits and their yeah. lifestyle, diet, or the no. other aspects we look into when we do our biological consultations. Yeah, exactly. No, and it's nice to be able to offer all these advices and all this treatment or preventive measures to children that usually cannot offer it because they're on from a different background or their parents don't have the money to afford this kind of treatment as well. So uh, I feel it's our duty to really be able to offer these kids a chance as well to have healthy 100%. teeth and everything. So uh, something, yeah, yeah, it's really, really important to be able to share our knowledge and uh, share our treatment to the unprivileged people. And uh, we've had some really successful stories too of, of patients that have started their journey with you. Um, and now they've got perfect smile and yeah, no. And the most funny part I feel, I mean, for me, it's that I have some of the children I've seen like 18 years ago or 17 years ago, and I've got 
four of them that I want to become a dentist and are actually studying dentistry. So I'm like, yeah, I didn't scare them too much. It seems like actually it looks like a nice job to do. So that's, I think I'm really not proud of because it has nothing to do with me, but uh, it's more like, uh, yeah, I feel like, okay, maybe I, I transmit. I mean, there's a kind of transmission of knowledge and they're happy to do the same thing. So, Definitely. Uh, and they yeah, obviously trust nice. you and they value your, uh, your opinion and they believe in, in us as a clinic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because lots of them came back and just did first a few weeks here to see what speciality they like and they stay with us and everything. So it's, uh, yeah, it's nice to be able to share all this and, uh, yeah, help them as well as a student and not only as little children or adults. So it's a learning process and it's, yeah, it's really nice to be able to share mm -hmm. it. And the FECA program, we open that up to a newborn. Oh yeah, Any, of, of there's no, ages. There's I would no say there's no age limit for zero Amazing. to 100 years. <laughs> I'll be happy to see a few Aww. hundred years as well. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, there's no age limit at all. I mean, they can, anyone can come and uh, they are more than welcome and uh, we'll be happy to treat them uh, if they not, cannot afford a dental treatment. It's, uh, it's important. It's Aww. part of being part of the community and being able to help when you can Definitely. in the, in the field back. that you, I mean, in, in the, you can help. Yeah. Can anyone apply for the Fair Care Children's Program? Uh, yes, anyone can apply. It depends a little bit on how, what their resources are. So uh, then they're just, yeah, there's a lady here that's going to get all the details. Show me. <laughs> that's going to get all the detail and soon will be on the talk show as well. And uh, yeah, and then she will just orientate people to see who should, they should see and uh, how it works and everything so that we're sure that it's the right per person who's going to benefit for this. Definitely. And so, uh, yeah. So no, 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 they feel, feel, I mean, they can feel free to apply anytime. Yeah, yeah. Great. It's a smooth and easy process and we're happy to help. Ah, oh, well, thank you so much for joining me on this evening's podcast, Dr. Agnes. You're more than welcome. I'll be seeing you very soon for our next topic, hot topic. So stay <laughs> tuned. Um, if you have any questions, uh, feel free to drop us a message on our social media and um, we will see you on our next podcast. Thank you very much. Oh.